0: Welcome to Anything But Routine, presented by Just For Kicks. This podcast covers everything and anything dance. Stay up to date with the podcast by hitting the subscribe button. We invite you to become a Just For Kicks director. Our youth dance program directors provide the technique and the teamwork, instilling confidence and self-esteem in students, ranging in the age from preschool through seniors in high school. We surround our directors with the resources to succeed, both personally and professionally. If you'd like to start a Just for Kicks program in your area, go to teamjustforkicks.com. Be part of something special. Your story starts here. Today, Cindy talks about self evaluating your teaching and your studio to progress and get better at your trade. Thanks and enjoy. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about self-analysis and you know it's funny because we do these podcasts so my daughter and I are constantly watching ourselves teach and hearing ourselves speak and it does cause you to be a little bit paranoid in what you're saying and making sure that you know you're sounding okay. So I want you to think about yourself as you teach. Maybe set up a video camera and see how you appear to your students. So that would be the first thing, a little self-check there. Then I want you to ask yourself this question, what are people saying about you around town in terms of how great of a uh, teacher you are, or coach, or how you run your program, or how you run your studio? So what is the word on the street? And you know how sometimes like, okay, I'll give you an example. I really would like right now to know what people are saying about my high school routine. What do I need to improve on in the state tournament? Well, I bet everybody else has talked about about it, but nobody will talk to me directly. So what I'm thinking about is go seek that out. What is What are people saying about you? Seek out from a trusted friend or an alumni of your program or a parent that has a child in your program. Try to find out what people are saying about you. If you don't ever hear it, you can't fix it. Then the next thing to think about with your studio or your coaching is the quality of the instruction that you're giving. Ask yourself the tough question: Are you taking your kids as far as they can go, or if somebody else was coaching them, would they be getting better? And if the answer is, "Well, I'm not as good at this or that," you have to think of a way to surround yourself with people who can bring your kids farther. For instance, um, you know, I I'm I feel my strength is choreography, but it wasn't technique. So you know, I would sit and watch my daughter do ballet and learn technique technique the whole time I was already teaching kids. I was still trying to improve my technique or bring someone in that can surround yourself with people that don't have the same strengths as you, but people that have different strengths. So think about that. Now, another thing to analyze is your recital or your show. The public, that's the one day that the public sees you. They see how you operate in terms of, and your parents see you at your dress rehearsal. And You want to go that is advertising so what is it saying about you are you at the top of your game that day or are you really uptight and nervous and snippy and snappy so think about how you come across to other people on the day of your dress rehearsal and your show because that's great advertising if you think about that um also check on the culture and the connection between your family of dancers it should have a family feel and i call it a family of dancers you know are the students supportive one another or are they always out to get each other so they should be trying to help each other get better in a positive way still have that healthy competition but be supportive of each other, and your teachers at your studio or your coaches at your high school program should be trying to support each other and not outdo each other. So that's something to think about. Now, um, posting isn't you know growth at your studio or on your team. What can you do to grow your program that you're you're leading? And I feel it's kind of like a business. And think about it, like if you have a restaurant that has terrible food, and then the word of mouth on the street is that the restaurant has terrible food, you would have to create a new brand image for that re- that restaurant and say, under new ownership or under a new, you know, a new chef. So think about your existing program. And if nobody is wanting to be in it, you have to figure out why. And then you have to figure out a way to rebrand it or re, you know, market it. To your clients. If you have an existing program that is good, but nobody knows about it, we used to feel this about our camp. We felt like our camp product was great. Anybody that went to our camp, we had rave reviews. We just weren't marketing it enough. So it was like we were putting all this energy into the end game, into how great the camp was, but we weren't letting enough people know about it. So maybe that's the problem at your studio or your team. That you haven't gotten out there and marketed your your studio or your team. So you have to treat it like a business and think of ways to get out there. I listened to a guy on a business podcast and he said, if you are not posting once a day or on various media like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you are missing out in this day and age. It is free advertising and pretty soon it won't be free anymore. Trust me. So get out there and advertise it. So it's not always the best idea that it gets off the ground, it's the way people push it and the way people get out there. Did you know that Uber had someone before them that had the idea of what Uber is, but it never got off the ground because they weren't ready to work hard enough? Uber took off and left those other people in the dust, but they, the people that that created Uber were not the people that thought up the concept. So I want you to think about your business and if you are not marketing it properly, you're not getting it off the ground. And same thing with your high school program. You have to market it. You have to go down to the middle schools, down to the grade schools. You have to market it with the teachers. You have to sell basically your program and sell people on what you're trying to do. So, and someone was asking on the Facebook just a while back on how to bring in this is studio totally how do you make more revenue at your studio well one thing is to maximize the classes that you have and fill them and by doing a lot of marketing on Facebook posting weekly dancer of the week post birthdays post every new dancer you get post 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 and what do people want to see the children they don't want to see just the advanced kids i think a lot of dance studios make the mistake of only having the advanced kids posted on their website it's the little ones that are going to be the new people to your studio so you need to post a lot of little ones are you offering enough in terms of short-term sessions millennials don't often want to send sign up their kids for a whole entire year but they will sign up for an eight-week session or they will sign up for a 10-week session so right when volleyball gets over are you getting those kids in the studio or right when the winter dance season gets over in minnesota for example you could get all those kids in for off-season training so ideas for off-season training or Special sessions are father-daughter, mother-daughter, eight-week sessions for various ages, um, co-ed class, an adaptive dance class. If you've never done adaptive dance, I did it last. Um, fall and brought in about 20 new kids and it was awesome. It's also great for PR because it got shared. One of my posts got shared like 30 times and that wasn't why I created it. But adaptive dance is great. Summer sessions. Then look at the styles you have such as ballet, lyrical, hip-hop. Do you have anything else like musical theater or kick line or palm or... Tab, I mean, there's so many different things you could offer. Are you offering upper level classes like A classes as well as rec classes? And I could do a whole class on maximizing your rec program. And that's something we will do soon. But you really have to focus on those rec kids to try to make them feel valued and better. So I hope that this is some ideas to grow your program and Make it better at your studio or on your high school team. Go get them. My last thing I'll say is don't be full of excuse-itis because you're gonna get passed up by people who can figure out a way to do it. So see that obstacle and get past it. Think of ways to get past it. I can usually tell if a leader is gonna be successful after talking to them for about 15 minutes because some of them are, well, this won't work. Well, but what about this? And they always have a reason they won't be successful. And I usually try to see past that. So that's what I'm trying to say is try to get by those obstacles and figure out a way to make your program successful. You might have to work a little harder. Thanks for tuning in to the Anything But Routine podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and if you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star rating. For more Anything But Routine content, go to justforkicks.com slash anythingbutroutine.